This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. The U.S. has launched a second round of attacks on Houthi militants in Yemen following strikes by the U.S. and the U.K. on Thursday when officials said more than 60 targets of 28 different locations were hit in an effort to put an end to Houthi attacks on commercial shipping in the Red Sea. NPR's Tom Bowman says this latest attack targeted a radar site. President Biden and others have said, listen, if there's more threats from the Houthis, we will respond. And there was a missile strike launched by the Houthis. We're told it would just dropped into the Red Sea. There was no, you know, uh, damage, no casualties. So apparently they saw this radar site as a continued threat and decided to take it out. The Houthis have pledged to respond to the attacks, raising fears that the war in Gaza could lead to a wider regional conflict. Results from today's election in Taiwan are expected soon. Voters cast ballots for a new president and legislature today. This is only the eighth time the self-ruled Democratic Island has held direct elections. And voters lined up early to cast their ballots. Here's NPR's Emily Fang reporting. There have been weeks of campaigning between parties here in Taiwan over the island's economic policies and also how best to deter the nearby country of China, which wants control over Taiwan. Taiwan's outgoing president Tsai Ing-wen cast her own anonymized ballot on Saturday morning at a polling station set up at a local school. (laughs) She asked onlookers if they had voted yet before voting herself. All voting in Taiwan must be done in person, on paper. The votes are also counted by hand out loud, a process called chang piao, or singing out the vote here in Taiwan. Results are expected by 9 p.m. local time on Saturday. Emily Fang, NPR News, Taipei, Taiwan. Millions of Americans are in the path of a severe winter storm that's brought heavy snow, ice, and dangerous bitter cold to the middle of the country. David Chaper reports from Chicago that airlines have delayed and canceled more than 5,000 flights while hundreds of thousands of homes and businesses have lost power. Whiteout conditions from blowing snow forced aviation authorities to ground flights at Chicago's O'Hare Airport for a couple of hours, while heavy snow and winds up to 60 miles an hour will continue to make driving treacherous through Saturday. Brandy Kanazi of Chicago's Department of Family and Support Services says plummeting temperatures could be life-threatening to those who are homeless. So the city is opening warming centers and... Over the next several days and nights, homeless outreach teams will be out visiting encampments across the city, performing well-being checks and connecting residents to shelter. Meanwhile, utility crews are working to restore power to those with outages. For NPR News, I'm David Shaper in Chicago. And you're listening to NPR News from Washington. With the war in Gaza approaching the 100-day mark, Israel is pressing its offensive. Health and rescue officials in Gaza say more than 30 Palestinians were killed overnight by Israeli airstrikes. The World Health Organization says fewer than half of Gaza's 36 hospitals are functional and only partially. The Israeli military has said the war will stretch throughout the year. Hamas still holds more than 100 hostages taken during the October 7th attack. The bank Citigroup has announced plans to cut some 20,000 jobs in the next two years. NPR's David Gura reports a part, it's a part of CEO Jane Frazier's plan to dramatically restructure the firm. Citigroup made the announcement as it updated Wall Street on its recent performance. 
The last quarter of 2023 was the bank's worst in more than a decade. City's chief executive, Jane Frazier, has been scaling back the firm's global footprint and trimming some of its less profitable businesses. It expects the job cuts will save the bank more than $2 billion in the long run, but the layoffs will cost City about a billion dollars. Four big banks reported earnings on Friday. In 2023, J.P. Morgan Chase made record profits, almost $50 billion. David Gura, NPR News, New York. New Zealand's former Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern got married this weekend. She married her longtime partner, Clark Gayford, in a private ceremony today. It's believed only family, close friends, and a few of Ardern's former lawmaker colleagues were invited. The two have been engaged for almost five years. They initially planned to wed in 2022, but the coronavirus pandemic forced them to postpone it. This is NPR News.